So I recently did a video about the ability for generative AI going through those prompts, setting that stuff up, how that could make you a better photographer. So let's dive into the basics, what you would need from that to actually make you a better photographer. Now, a lot of people will immediately think of specking out a photo shoot, putting a design behind it, coming up with props or something new if you're talking about a baby or if you're talking about maybe a, a high school athlete, you know, making sure that they've got their uniform on or, or whatever. But another genre for that, of course, is any kind of fantasy photo shoot. And you'll see several of these happen sometimes around the Halloween time. Maybe you've got uh, your clients dressed as a fairy or a knight or a wizard or whatever they want to be. And you'll plan those out. But why aren't you planning out every photo shoot to make it specific to your client? In order to do that, you have to have a conversation with the client, find out what they like, what they don't like, and lay out what it is that you want to do. Now, for me, I like to use a collaborative tool where I can lay out photos or sketches or designs of what I think the photo shoot should look like, which then allows the client to see. And we can have more of a conversation now that we've got some things specked out a little bit more, that they're more visual. We've taken what we've come up with for ideas. I've made a visual representation out of it, and then we can go over and refine as needed. The reason I find this to be important is because I want to make sure that the photo shoot is personalized to the individual. I'm not a fan of what I call cookie cutter photography, and that is you use the same set of poses for, this, for different people over and over and over again. Now, if you've ever worked with a professional model, you'll notice that they go through a series of poses. If you're familiar with martial arts, it's kind of like their version of a kata. They move and stop and move and stop and move and stop. And each stop is the pose and the time where the photographer can take a photograph of the model. And these are things that they've done over and over and over again, and it's become rote for them. The problem with that, of course, is there's no real life to it. It's just a routine that they go through. Um, if you look at a martial artist doing their katas and they go through all those movements, there's passion behind the movement, but there's no intent because they're not really going to hit anybody as they go through those katas. So when it comes to models going through the poses, it's the same type of thing. It's, it's something that's specific to them, kind of. It's what they were trained to do in their interpretation of that training. 
But at the same time, it's not them. It's not their normal life. It's not their reality. It's just their work. So by planning out with the part with your client, which I'm going to call the partner, you're the, the partner in this endeavor. While planning that out with them, you're learning about them. They're learning about you and you're able to capture them more naturally. Now, I'm not saying you spec out all these photographs. You, you make this visual representation and you're going to hit it exactly. That would be boring. And that wouldn't be authentic. You want it to be in the moment. You're looking to capture the client. You're, you're, you're partnering with this person to capture what they're really like to get a look into who they are and you want to capture that on the photograph. The photograph should be more than an image. It should be more than the memory of the event. It should reflect the person before you. Your subject, who they are, should be reflected in that. And as I said, I like to use a collaborative tool to lay that out so that we can have a discussion of what it is we're really trying to do and make sure that it matches what they want. Now, the way that generative AI art ties into that is you can't generate what you want by just clicking a button. You have to go through and you have to come up with a prompt for what it is that you're looking for. And that includes a negative prompt, what you're not looking for, what it shouldn't do. By going through that over and over and over again, because you're never going to get exactly what you want the first time, maybe not the second, maybe not the third, maybe in one of the five photographs that you get, that it generates the five images, you see something in there that you like. The other four might be junk. There might be something wrong with it. It might be close, but it allows you to refine your vision over and over and over again. Two, if you're using it on your own machine, no real cost to yourself, right? It's not like you're using any of the commercial products where you have to pay to use it. So you can just keep generating all day long to come up with new ideas and new ways of looking at the same scene as well. So utilizing a tool like that allows you to refine that vision. So let's say you had a conversation with your partner here and you've defined ideas of what you want to do. They may not be completely fleshed out yet. You've got an idea of what you want to have. So then you go and use something like a generative AI and throw things at the prompt and see what it comes up with. 
you have your basic idea and you may realize that there's things that you left out of your basic idea. For example, if you put a concept in as opposed to describing what the person looks like, for example, if you said a football player, without describing the concept, you may get nothing at all, or you may not get what you're looking for. But going into the helmet, the jersey, the pants, the shoes, that it's a full-length photograph, that it's on a particular background, etc., that the person is of a particular body type. Maybe they're holding the helmet as opposed to having it on their head because you want to get the face. Describing the face, there's a lot more detail that you would have to go into for generative AI than you would have to do with your client, which is good because it allows you to come up with a more solid idea of what you want it to look like. And you could even, if the generative AI came out right, use that as the talking point to talk about your idea with your client. So that's what I got for you guys this week, and I will talk to you guys all next week.